Hey, it's Nelson. And this is Monica. Welcome to the Seattle Foodie Podcast, the show where we talk about the Seattle food scene and the people and businesses behind it. We eat all the food and share our insights with you. Thanks for joining us today. Let's get to it. Hey, Monica, I know you and I have been trying to support small businesses, including local restaurants. We're not buying from big chain restaurants or anything out there, except the occasional McDonald's. But (laughs) we always want to support our mom and pop local restaurants. But one of the issues I'm having is that every time I try to call in a takeout order, nobody seems to answer the phone. Yeah. Yeah, it's a tough one. I mean, it it can get a little bit frustrating because a lot of places definitely do not have online ordering. So I hear what you're saying. I don't want to order through those online apps Mm -hmm. because they take surcharges and everything from the restaurants. I want to order always directly. Mm -hmm. But it seemed like I think on Friday when I was trying to order takeout, I called three different places before I hit the fourth spot because they wouldn't answer the phone. Yeah, They wouldn't answer their designated phone number that they have. And I wanted to order from them, but the, nobody was there. And they all said they, the restaurants were open. And when I drove by there, the restaurants were open too. Mm-hmm. But it just turned out no one's answering the phones out there. Yeah, it's kind of it's hard for folks to get to the phone now because um, in general, when you have a restaurant, everybody knows the cooks and the chefs and the wait staff. But there's also people in the front of house who do like expediting and packing up to go orders and utensils, all that kind of stuff. Most of those people haven't been hired back since the beginning of COVID. So usually what you're left with is really bare bones staff back in the kitchen. And so sometimes it's really difficult for them to get to the phones. It happens a lot at some of the places I go to, too. Um, so mm-hmm. I totally get what you're saying, but it, we just haven't gotten to that point where people can hire the staff back that they had before COVID. Yeah, it makes sense. But then again, I'm just being hypocrite, too, because I don't like answering my phone when I don't have a number that they call. <laughs> my caller, when I call my caller ID, I'm not answering it if it's not, if it doesn't say Moni B Seattle right. or something like that. You too? I thought it was just me. I never answer it. I look at the number. I'm just like, I don't know who that is. Yeah. <laughs> and I then don't know who this I'll is. get to that later. <laughs> I don't know who this is. Why am I going to pick up the phone for this? So what I'm hearing is we'd be terrible restaurants because every time somebody would call, we'd be like, I don't know who this is. Oh, yeah. We would be out of business by the first month because we would not answering. That is hilarious. I don't recognize this number. I'm not answering this. But on our website or uh, on our listing, business listing, we'd be like, slide into our DMs if you want to order. That's (laughs) That's hilarious. Oh, my goodness. That's totally us. Uh, I guess it's the uh, sign of the changing times. Nobody answers their phone anymore. It's always through text messaging. So. Yeah. You know, maybe we'll go back to pagers. Ooh, pagers. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> we can all pretend to be doctors. <laughs> the pagers. I'm excited for that. Put more stuff in my pockets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Hey, no, there was a clip. <laughs> didn't have to go in the there was a clip you clipped it to the pocket you didn't put it in the pocket that's right on your belt you'd right. be on your belt <laughs> on your belt <laughs> back then there were like utility belts <laughs> like batman with all this stuff on it uh, welcome to the show everyone this is episode 118 of the Epiato foodie podcast hey monica how is everything going i didn't see you all week but we were just kind of texting back and forth and also emailing back and forth this week how are you doing it's a little cold right do you feel it like it was very this- cold oh, yeah. when i went outside today yeah it's freezing saturday not too bad it's partly sunny it was 
a little bit on the colder side, but it's still okay. Yeah, no, I'm just starting to feel the cold. Uh, work's getting busy because I'm trying to take a couple days off uh, during mm -hmm. Christmas week. So I'm trying to work like twice as much. And so pull in some late hours. And actually, I got to do some work tonight. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> All right. Well, we do have a small recap. We got something through the mail this week. Why don't you tell us about that to start off our show? And I've decided to just make it the holiday special episode did this week. So we're going to talk about some fun things. Monica, you came up with a really really great idea about worst holiday candies <laughs> i cannot wait for this because i am all about terrible holiday candy cakes. <laughs> i know isn't it funny like i was trying to remember candies i liked when i was thinking about this because all i could think about was all the stuff that i didn't like oh yeah yeah we got some good ones we're gonna we can't wait all right but tell us about what we got in the mail though monica yeah, Nelson, what I love is that, you know, during COVID, we've been giving out our, our addresses left and right. So people have been mailing us stuff, but then they have our addresses on file. So our friends, <laughs> right? then now they have it, right? And, you know, you can't ship it to a P.O. box because we're getting per perishable stuff. So like nobody's going to accept it anyway. But uh, our friends at the Washington State Beef Commission sent us a surprise and it was a really adorable oven mitt and apron. I got to say, I look good in that apron, Nelson. And so it's such a holiday treat to receive that gift thanks so much you guys washington state beef commission thank you so much for the oven mitts and the apron i don't often wear aprons monica i, I don't think i ever needed to maybe i should so i don't have to get any oil splashes or anything like that yeah but i'm just thinking back about giving away my mailing address to everyone <laughs> How many people have you given your address to your, like where you live to? I think it's upwards of about like 90 people for me right now. I don't like people knowing where I, I know, live or people I knowing like my address. Terrifying. Just like, but I'm just like freefully, just willingly just giving this, giving my address away for the past eight months. I feel oh, like yeah. I'm a nine year old and somebody's asking like, Hey little girl, what's your phone number? I'm just like, oh, I <laughs> Kind of exactly how I feel. It's like, man, all right, just oh, my my address is just out there. Like I know nothing. it's out there. What are you gonna do? Right, times are changing. <laughs> okay, before we dive into our food, um, I think we have a giveaway winner. We do. This week we had a giveaway for C to C for a hundred dollar gift card. Man, hundred dollars is gonna get you a lot of seafood, and the winner is feedem.now. So F E E D E M dot N O W. Wow. now. Congratulations. So Congratulations. That's so exciting. I know I cooked up a bunch of fish this week too. So, so, so good. You're going to love it. Oh man. Lots of sable fish as I learned that is the synonym for black cod as well as copper river salmon, lots of halibut spread. Oh, there's going to be a lot of fish you can buy with that hundred dollar gift card. That is so awesome to that giveaway winner. Totally. And I don't think I ever told you what we call it in Hawaii. We call it butterfish. Yep. Butterfish is yeah. also another name for that too. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now, Monica, let's get into what are we eating. Mm. Early in the week, I went out to Terry's Kitchen. I've mentioned this place before in the past out in Bellevue Highlands. So I went out for some Tea's Chinatown garlic spare ribs. You guys have all heard me talk about this place mm -hmm. on the episode. So just as I mentioned at the beginning of our show, it's one of my favorite spots on the east side. But I just want to take some time to remind everyone to go and support your local restaurants. I've tried to get tacos at one of my favorite go-to spots in Issaquah. And you probably saw it in my story. Yeah. They had a sign out at the door telling their loyal customers that they were closing for the unforeseeable future. It was so sad. Mm -hmm. I, I just don't like seeing people struggle right now. As 45% of the restaurants in the state could go under this year. 
Yeah, that's a lot. Just go out and support your local restaurants, yeah. especially places like Terry's Kitchen and all your favorite places. Definitely. So. I got inspired earlier in the week by seeing what Jesse eats is curry udon. So I decided to make some stir fry udon with tomatoes and eggs. That's what I made during the week. I also went on two mini food crawls, Monica. This weekend on Friday was one in Issaquah. And then on Saturday, I went to one in Chinatown. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's a food crawl. I'm just getting groceries. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) No, you did good. You did good. I watched. I love watching those. I don't think I've talked about this spot before in Issaquah before, Monica, but I love visiting Fisher Meats. It's a local butcher shop in downtown Issaquah on Front Street. You probably may have driven by it and just didn't know. Mm-hmm. Other than their cuts of meats, I've bought sausages from there. I've bought some steaks as well as some pork chops. I actually love coming here for their beef and pork pepperoni sticks. And they're Lawn Jaeger. Oh, yum. Oh. You introduced me to that, Nelson. I never knew. It's that. I was so that. good. Meat sticks, Monica. I they're know. meat sticks. I know. Well, you could have just said meat sticks. <laughs> but you had a fancy name. You're in Leavenworth. You're in Leavenworth. <laughs> I was. Lawn Jaeger, I think, is just dehydrated sausage. That's why it's so good. It's just this long sausage. But they're pepperoni sticks. I love pepperoni sticks. Just anything. Obor Alberto. Remember they used to have those long pepperoni sticks. They still have those. Yeah, I think that's the first time I ever ate yeah. those. Made from an actual butcher. Yeah. It's so good. I mean, I, I bought a pound of the beef and pepperoni sticks as well as the spicy jalapeno ones as well as the Lawn Jaeger. I, mean, I think I spent over $30 worth of pepperoni sticks and Lawn Jaeger. So. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. appropriate for buying meat. <laughs> totally appropriate also in that downtown area also stopped by cafe umi it's another place i don't frequent enough for asian food and they have this caramelized pork belly and rice monica oh i love Mm. caramelized pork belly it's so good with the sauce and the little taiwanese pickles on there and then i finished off the food crawl with a lime mojito from share tea normally not a mojito guy but this is actually pretty good if you're in the mood and you don't want bubble tea so this is the change of pace yeah no that sounds really refreshing i love me a good mojito and then of course after golf i'm always near chinatown and i just had to stop by so the next day i was in the neighborhood i finally caught some susu monica the white whale of susu (laughs) just before they closed i got two of their new hazelnut cake bites so you're i'm talking about dark chocolate hazelnut malt cake with some candied oranges oh that was really good i had two of those young tea has a holiday pop-up and they're selling a dessert jelly trio which is butterfly pea flower rose jelly and oolong chrysanthemum jellies those were interesting and delicious they're not like jello i was assuming it was jello but it's more like more of a a different asian flavor yes it was Exactly. Yeah. More of a clearish pudding. Mm-hmm. I was surprised by it. By surprised by it. Well, Nelson, you just let me know. I'll make you some jello shots. I can get Michael, my friend, to come over and help us do oh, that. Oh, okay. <laughs> we can get you some jello. <laughs> no, it had sort of that IU jelly type of yeah. texture to it. I, I was just not expecting it. It's just as me. It looked beautiful. I love the presentation. Oh. Even though it was like in these plastic cups, they still look very fancy. They are very, very fancy. And then, of course, in addition to Young Tea, I had to stop by and get some Winter Melon Plus tea with IU Jelly. So that was the mm-hmm. that was the bubble tea I got. And then finally, to round off my neighborhood visit, I haven't had Mike's Noodle House in such a long time. Ran into Minnie's Cravings. Yeah, so. I saw that. <laughs> I was like, Minnie, I haven't seen you in forever. So she was actually taking pictures at Mike's Noodle House. And I picked up some kanji and brisket and one-ton noodles. And that is basically rounding out my whole weekend eating. Yummy. 
Everything's yeah. been so good, Nelson. Great job supporting all our local businesses. Yes, we have to go do that. Yes. I don't know. I just don't want to walk in like I did when I got those tacos. It's like this, everything's closed and nothing's open and it was all dark. I just don't like seeing that. Yep. That's exactly why I started doing this. One of my favorite places down the street closed up and they make great food. Now I have no idea where they are. Just done. Yeah. All right. Now, what were you eating, Monica? What did you eat over the weekend? Over I ate a week? lot <laughs> all week. Uh, so last Sunday, I hit up Fremont Sunday Market and visit Tijuana Tacos Food Truck, of course, for breakfast tacos and tamales to go. So I didn't get chorizo burrito this time, uh, but my freezer stocked up. And actually, tonight we'll be eating those tamales. So really looking forward to it. There are pork. And I think I got a butternut squash one. And I love butternut squash because it's so seasonal this time of year. Just love it. So find the truck by following them on Instagram. And I'm also all about neighborhood favorites. Since I'm busy at work, I'm not really going that far from home during the week because I can't afford to take that time off. So CCK Thai is still one of my faves. And I had lunch outside on a gorgeous day and enjoy some spring rolls, avocado corn salad, pork toast, curry puffs, which is a new menu item. I hadn't tried it before. Tomka pork Thai style basil, and of course, an ice cold beer, which was just the highlight of my day. It's been a long time <laughs> since I sat somewhere with a cold beer in my hand. Uh, not really. That's pretty much every day. But <laughs> so remember, dine-in is closed, but they do have limited outdoor seating during the day when it's not raining and takeout and delivery are still available. And as Nelson said, try not to use delivery apps because they do take away some of the profits from the business. So order directly and take mm -hmm. out when you can. Uh, CCK has online ordering. Well, that sounds like a lot of food. The pork toast, Monica, <laughs> curry right. puffs. I was kind of, I'm all, why did I get four appetizers? <laughs> I don't, I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know I'm all, wait a minute. That's not normal people food. Normal people order one appetizer, not four. So yeah, it's all very good. And, you know, I usually don't have soup there, but I thought I'd start making my way through the soup menu because, you know, I, I need to try them all, right? Got to catch them all like Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shebug's food truck was at Chuck's Hopshot in Greenwood. So basically, I learned that earlier in the day. So I was first in line. They get there at four. I was there at four. And, you know, being the good Pacific Northwesterner that I am, I ran out of the house wearing, like, no rain gear, no umbrella, no hat, nothing. It was cold and raining sideways, but I was in it to win it. And so I was soaked. I was cold, but I grabbed two orders of anyhow ribs, grilled tofu and lumpia. And they surprised me with an ubi cheesecake, which was divine. So if you haven't tried this food truck, you guys are doing it wrong. You need to get some. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I don't keep going, keep going because yes. we've we've always talked so much about I know. Chibogs and I how know. good it is. Yeah. If you listeners, if you haven't tried Chibogs yet, you're missing out. Let's just keep going. Yep, keep going. Joey's Kitchen and You Village is offering up meal kits and they gifted me a blackened steak fajita kit to try. And the packaging instructions were perfect and everything was portioned out perfectly and all I cooked was a handful of veggies and the steak. Everything else was ready to go. And this, again, is totally perfect because I'm slammed at work. I just need a quick and tasty meal. That's exactly what I need. But if you want to go visit, Joey also offers outdoor dining and takeout. Check it out, you guys. What's what else? Oh, so many things. So my son is a hot chocolate lover and we broke out hot chocolate bombs from sweet nothings and more. There's nothing so extra as a hot chocolate bomb. It's just glob of chocolate with all the hot chocolate stuff inside and then you put milk over it and then there's your hot chocolate. And so it's really fun, especially this time of the year and it's easy online ordering. I've seen a lot of these hot chocolate bombs. I know, right? Have you had one? 
I haven't had one, but I've seen them all before where I've seen the ones with the marshmallows underneath. So when you pour hot chocolate over it, it melts and all of a sudden the the marshmallows come out of the ball, which is crazy. Right. <laughs> totally. So this one had marshmallows too, but we added extra marshmallows because they melted off so quick. So the secret to a hot chocolate bomb, and a lot of people don't know this, is you need to really heat that liquid hot. It needs to be extra hot to melt everything down quickly. Otherwise, you'll be stirring for seven minutes. It just doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Moving on. I'm all about sweet treats, and I got macarons from Bell's Pastries. So this month, it was Santa's faves, and I love the Toll House Butterscotch, which is a flavor that I don't often find, hot cocoa, and candy cane, your favorite, Nelson. <laughs> We'll talk about so, that later. Yes. I would talk about that later. Bell's pastry is always easy to order online. I think I ate pizza twice this week, Nelson. So first place I ate pizza was, of course, Pagliacci, which is a neighborhood favorite. But I wanted to just shout out the Chanterelle Prosciutto Primo. That is one that I don't usually get. But Chanterelle mushrooms on a pizza with, with the salty prosciutto, fantastic. They did a great job, as always. And I even got a salad, Nelson. And I barely mm. remember how to make one because I don't work in the office anymore. <laughs> yeah. It's terrible, 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 terrible. Okay. On Friday, the kiddo and I grabbed lunch from Laneburi in Greenwood. So this is a Thai joint. And I got tofu fried rice and we shared chicken satay and mu ping. So the chicken was really lean and clean. It's really cooked tender and it's still flavorful. And the mu ping has a more down home feel to it. So it's got a little bit of the pork fat, just makes it nice and delicious. Pro tip, if you're going to visit there, there's actually parking behind the building if you can't find spots on Greenwood Avenue. Oh, dinner that night. Oh, I had to have acres, acres and clam of clam. Or, or cod at least so we grabbed food from Ivers I had cod and chips and my son had chicken and chips and you know I had clam chowder because I just can't resist it even though I am lactose intolerant but sometimes I just got to do it and it's totally easy to order online one of my food crawls I came over to the east side kind of Nelson so <laughs> on Saturday we headed to Woodenville to grab more Seattle cinnamon rolls it's if you guys haven't tried it out you have to it is the perfect weekend treat every single time and they have a drive through or a window where you can uh, just go up there and place your order. So seeing as I went to the east side, my car battery died, which was not great. We were stuck for a while. I ended up at Spark Pizza in Redmond, and I just can't resist their crust. Always perfect. The best crust in the region. Favorite pizza places. It's destiny, Monica, for you to have your car battery <laughs> die in the east side. Right. It's never I happened don't know. before. <laughs> Is it punishment that you don't come here often enough on the east side to visit places? So you're forced to have food on the east side? I, I think it's destiny. <laughs> I know, me too. You know, my car batteries never died and it totally died on the east side. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, so speaking of being cold this morning, I did not want to leave the house and I definitely did not want to get out of my pajamas, but I had to get out to support my boo, feed the pudge for another collab with Tres Lecheria. Nelson, I think you would love these flavors. It was reminiscent of old school ice cream, Choco Taco mm-hmm. and Strawberry Shortcake. What really made it was the toppings. I got to tell you, my favorite was a Choco Taco because I still eat those when I find them, but both were really well done. So you would have loved it. Yeah, I'm bummed I missed out. I had to go out and run an errand out in Kirkland, so I wasn't able to make it there. But hopefully they'll do more pop-ups. Trey Lesteria and Feed the Pudge, they have amazing cakes. Well, Trey Lesteria has amazing cakes, so mm-hmm. the, the, the flavors sound awesome. Definitely. Um, Home cooking, didn't do a lot of it. Just out there supporting businesses. I did make a breakfast egg sando using the softest brioche I could find. For Cole's baking of the week, he made focaccia. And I have to say, it's one of the best things he's made so far. I mean, he's got skills. 
skills is pretty clear. I just bought Fukasha at mm-hmm. the grocery store. And yeah. I think Coles's probably might be better, but I don't want to say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was a longer process than usual. I mean, he had to leave it setting for, you know, quite some time. But yeah, definitely one of the best things he's made. He's he's getting good. Awesome. Good eats, Monica. Well done. Lots of food. I'm just still looking through the list of that sissy K that you're eating. <laughs> I like, know, right? I can't believe you ordered the entire appetizer menu or the. (laughs) In fairness, they surprised me with one that was new. So technically Mm -hmm. I only ordered three. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's move on. We have some fun holiday ideas, Monica. We've done in our past holiday shows, like good holiday things to eat or things to get around Seattle. But you came up with this idea. We're going to do the worst holiday candies. And I guess we'll do a countdown. In addition to that, I thought we'd do 12 days of Christmas, parentheses, foods. We'll count down the 12 days of Christmas in food form, which I think will be kind of fun. And then, uh, but yeah, (laughs) holiday candies. Let's get into this. I'm excited to talk about this because I I, I think a lot of listeners listening will be fired up about our choices. It's going to be some hot takes. I love it. (laughs) Monica, we have a top three list for both of us. I think I'll start with three and then get to the worst one as the end. But number three, these goody, goody gumdrops, especially the black (laughs) licorice. You know what I'm talking about. They're normally used to decorate gingerbread houses and they have these little dark ones. And I'm so mad because I can never tell which one is the licorice and which one's the grape because they taste yeah! like the same color. <laughs> and they too. used to decorate them. These are absolutely the worst, Monica. And I bite into it. And it's like, oh my God, it's black licorice. First of all, who likes black licorice? I don't understand. Ew. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> it's, this, it's in the same boat as star anise or star anise. I don't know how, to use, how you pronounce it. <laughs> But that's just, that's disgusting too. I don't know why Asians put star anise in their cooking. It's just, it's just not good. (laughs) I always mistake the grape one for those ones too. And same thing. Like, I don't like black licorice. It's always like a terrible surprise. It's kind of like when you're eating jelly bellies and you think you're getting pina colada, but it's really the popcorn one. Yeah. The popcorn. Oh, the worst. Yeah. (laughs) Popcorn. The one that tastes like vomit. Yeah. That's the one. (laughs) Yeah, these goody goody gun drops. I sometimes I don't even like the oranges. The oranges are the worst too. I think that's I think it goes black licorice than the orange, and that's those are the two worst flavors. But I don't know why. Whoever developed those, what and what do you use them to decorate your gingerbread house for? There's there's no it doesn't serve any purpose. Rocks. What is it? Rocks? Is that what it is? Okay. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just I'm just reaching. I'm just reaching. It's <laughs> just I'm not a fan of it. Okay, Monica, that's my third. That's my that's my number three. So All get right. ready for the other two. <laughs> All right. Well, my number three is the milk chocolate orange. So I remember these in my house when I was a kid. It's basically like a chocolate orange wrapped in foil and you slam it and they break into quote unquote slices. I tried it once. That is all. <laughs> Never again. <laughs> Never again. And like these would be like, I don't know, family gifts when, when I was growing up or if like people would give them to the, you know, to the whole family and just like, well, that's not going anywhere. But my dad loved them. I just hated them. Yeah, I used to get those too. We got them as a family. And mm-hmm. I'm like, why do I have oranges, but they shape like chocolate? And, right. And they look like orange. I'm so, it confuses my brain. <laughs> okay what's your next one Elton? all right rum balls yuck guys yeah i don't like anything alcohol soaked you guys may have a different opinion but the only thing that rum should be in during the holidays is eggnog yeah these rum balls is 
I don't know why people soak them for 36 hours in rum and then you eat them and or I don't know if it's just me. And then why a lot of people like those, the ones, the chocolate shaped bottles and you eat into it and then like you have rum or whatever liqueur oh, inside of that no. chocolate. No, oh, I don't like those. Those are not good. <laughs> I like my whiskey neat, not not messy. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, I, I forgot about that. You guys may like it, but sorry, guys. I just don't like my alcohol with chocolate. I'm just, I don't, don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. My next one, cherry cordials. <laughs> Speaking of alcohol and, and fruits and, and yeah. Processed cherry floating inside cherry goo. No, thank you. <laughs> They're so gross. I can't take it. I just can't. I can't. Also tried them <laughs> once. Never again. <laughs> It's so disappointing because I like cherries. I like them. They're so good, but not not that. Yeah. All right. People are going to hate me for my number one worst holiday candy. It is anything peppermint, guys. And that includes candy canes. Yes. I am the Grinch, <laughs> you guys, <laughs> with this. Chocolate peppermints, candy canes, peppermint patties, all those things. Don't give me any of that stuff. If you're going to give me a candy cane, give me the rainbow fruit punch candy canes that are the rainbow and the yellow. Yeah. Over those traditional candy canes any day. However, I do like peppermint bark and it's not because I like the peppermint in the bark, but that has chocolate and the occasional toffee. And I love, 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 love toffee. Hmm. If it's toffee mixed in with the peppermint the toffee will overpower the peppermint but oh no monica do not give me any candy canes ever again if we can wipe out candy canes please let's do it i never like those starburst candy canes but i see now they were made for you <laughs> yes those are perfect for me i love those but no the original fruit punch ones or, or the alternative candy canes that people used to get before the starburst ones came oh, out yeah. those are the ones i used to like and mm -hmm. Definitely. Why is peppermint so used frequently during the holidays? Why is it all of a sudden the, the official candy of the holidays? I don't understand that. You know, there's probably some food history we need to revisit there to find out why. <laughs> Maybe on our next Christmas show. <laughs> yeah. We'll have the history of, of peppermint and why people hate Nelson so much that they would have peppermint as a thing. <laughs> I mean, my, my breath has never smelled so good in December <laughs> because of all the peppermint, but I don't know. I mean, it should be the only thing that peppermint should be belong in is toothpaste. All right, Monica, <laughs> about, about your worst candy. Number one on your worst candy list. Number one will not be a surprise to anyone who's been listening to the show for a while. Reindeer Christmas corn. This is a gross rebranding of candy corn. <laughs> and I do not want any ever. Just because you make it red, green, and white, make it look all festive. It's still candy corn and it's still gross. <laughs> Ooh, that... Should we accept this entry into the worst candies? If you just basically are rebranding candy corn and into <laughs> Is it like the levels of green, white, and red? Is that what the reindeer candy corn looks like? I don't yeah. even know what reindeer candy corn is. It does. So they just make it in Christmas colors. That's all. Okay. It's you know me, Monica. I like candy corn, so I'm okay with this one. But... I know. All right. Just to recap, <laughs> our worst candies from... 
three to one goody goody gumdrops rum balls and anything peppermint for me and then monica hates those milk chocolate oranges cherry cordials and reindeer christmas corn (laughs) (laughs) well i felt good to let that out (laughs) okay now monica we have another list of course I thought it'd be fun to do the 12 days of Christmas as in our favorite foods in 12 days of Christmas form. Now, this isn't necessarily I'm looking through this whole list, a holiday theme. This is just our favorite foods in 12 in a top 12 <laughs> countdown. So, And it, it was kind of it was it was kind of hard for me, just so you know, like I was trying to sing the song in my head and well, this isn't going to work. I'm never going to be able to do this. So I'm just going to list stuff off. <laughs> Yeah, uh, some of these don't make sense, but okay, we'll go with it, Monica, on your side. I know, I'm the worst. (laughs) You can say it, I am the worst. (laughs) This looks like just a grocery list. Right, doesn't it? (laughs) (laughs) At least I I tried to coordinate it with the numbers and the days, but so on the 12 days of Christmas, my podcast co host gave to me. I'll do the first one. 12 dozen legendary donuts. Or right no, that doesn't work. 12 dozen see. donuts. That's what I mean. It didn't work even with numbers. All right, no more singing. Nobody wants to hear no my singing. singing. But my first one is 12 dozen donuts. And I chose legendary donuts in Issaquah because it's a local small business. Yep. You can also wrote down Mighty O is also one. 12 dozen donuts is the first one. If you go to legendary, make sure you get some maple bars or some other crazy creations that they have. I love legendary and you've never brought me legendary from Issaquah. <laughs> Sorry. They're I will so bring big. you some next They're time. They're so big and like so reasonably priced. Okay. So is it my turn? Yep. On your 11th day, um, what would you get? On my 11th day, there's 11 layers of cake from Deep Sea Sugar because their layer cakes are fantastic. And I don't know if it's 11 layers, but let's just say it is. (laughs) Monica, already messing this thing up. I'm I'm looking through, it's like 11 layers. I don't think Deep Sea Sugar can do 11 layers. I don't think anybody can do 11 layers. That's the worst. (laughs) All right. On the 10th day of Christmas foods. 10 pieces of dim sum from dim sum king. So I'm talking about sumai, hagao, footballs, as Monica likes to call it, barbecue pork buns, and sticky rice. We're getting 10 10 items of dim sum from dim sum king. That is the 10th day of Christmas. (laughs) Okay, here's where my counting comes into play again. My ninth one is nine crab legs. So it's a crab and a half. It's it's a crab and a half, guys. Nine crab legs <laughs> from Crab Pot. <laughs> That's where you can get nine crab legs because it's not, you know, they don't measure by crab. They just measure by legs. That's right. <laughs> I guess you can do king crab and do nine king crab legs. I, right. I will give you that. Okay. <laughs> I'm just thinking as we're going through these 12 days of Christmas, is this song to like counter Hanukkah with their many days to sell a celebration? So we have to celebrate all these days of Christmas. Why did they come out with just with 12 days of Christmas? That's what I don't understand. I don't know. More history yeah. we have to dig into for the next show. <laughs> all right. So on the eighth day of Christmas for me, it's eight shrimp and kiribota pork wontons and spicy sauce. Now, Monica, I actually went in and looked at the Din Tai Fung pictures and there are actually eight wontons in a serving bowl. Oh. That's what you get. So you get eight of them. Wow. See, I was number specific for these. Monica, I thought we were supposed to be more number specific. But yes, 
If you're talking, I'm talking about Din Tai Fung, shrimp and Kiribota pork wontons in the spicy sauce. That is the best, you guys. Well, after I saw you took one of my favorites for number six, I was just like, oh, game on. I'm just doing whatever now. <laughs> game on, game on. Okay, so my next one is seven imperial rolls from Babar. You know, the ones that you say I can get anywhere else. <laughs> you still can get them anywhere. It doesn't have to just be Babar, but you can get them anywhere. Imperial rolls. Imperial rolls. Bobar doesn't have the monopoly in Seattle on Imperial Rolls, Monica. Other places have Imperial Rolls, too. Like? I don't know, but I know they do. Where? <laughs> okay. I heard I heard maybe uh, some someplace in Renton did. Those are really great, and I love them. And I say seven because they're they're cut into, like, a third. So they'll take a roll and cut it into thirds. So. Okay. And I, I did not count. I had to count from memory. <laughs> And then number six, I didn't steal this one. That's how much an order comes with is six mangosteen wings. An order comes with 10. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Going to the website no. right now. <laughs> I thought a small order is six wings. There's a 10 one. Isn't there a 10 piece or that 20 piece? Hold on. Well, tell us what you love about these while I'm looking for it, Nelson. Well, I love them because you love them so much. And you're the, you, you think they're the greatest wings in the world. You especially, the mangosteen fish sauce wings are probably the best. Mm-hmm. That's probably still good. I still haven't tried anything that can't compare. So mangosteen wings has to be number six on the six days of Christmas foods. I am on their website. It is a 10 piece or a 20 piece. Boom. Well, <laughs> You haven't been following numbers of the days. <laughs> I would love to try a 11 layer cake of tea right. sushi. Right. I'll get right on that. <laughs> that 11 layer cake. Uh, we're even now. Let's just call that. We're even. We're even. We're good. <laughs> All right. All right. Number five on the 50th of Christmas, I got five lobster rolls from the market fishmonger in Edmond. Five lobster rolls. Yeah. That's what I call dinner. <laughs> Obviously, Monica's not following the numbers again. <laughs> Five lobster rolls sounds like a lot for one person. Does it? Have you seen how much I ate this week, Nelson? Uh, Does it? Does it? <laughs> That's just $100 worth of lobster rolls right there, Monica. <laughs> totally. If you don't eat the bread, you don't right. eat it all. Just, just the lobster. <laughs> okay, four. On the fourth day of Christmas, four lengua tacos. Mm. And if people don't know what lengua is, don't look it up. Just mm. ask for lengua. <laughs> but they're all from taquerias, Monica. Here are the taquerias I named. I named four of them. Yep. Taqueria La Fondita, yes. Taqueria El Taco Maestro, Taqueria El Kiosco, and of course, Taqueria El Sabor. Yes. So if you're ever going to get tacos and you're going to get lengua tacos, you got to get it at something that has taqueria in front of it. I'm just telling you right now. <laughs> me not follow here's me not following the numbers again here i go <laughs> ready guys uh, yeah three bowls of ramen from oink <laughs> oh God. Monica, obviously not reading the rules that i sent her by email but okay three oink ramen bowls I'm so sorry, Nelson. It was very stressful having my car battery die, and I did I didn't do a good job. So I'm sorry. I'm a terrible co-host. It's okay. We're almost done. That was number three. (laughs) Okay, number three. Yes, um, that's both our one of our favorite ramen places, and we Mm -hmm. haven't been there in a really long time. But that broth, that pork, all about it, all the time. It's so good that we'll go there for like second or even third lunch sometimes. (laughs) 
Your 12 days of Christmas food seems like a 12 days of Christmas for competitive eaters. I'm, looking. I'm in it to win it. You've got nine crab legs, seven imperial rolls, five lobster rolls, and three bowls of ramen. Right. I think three bowls of ramen is completely doable. All right. On the second day of Christmas foods, for me, I've got two scoops of ice cream. And it can be anywhere from salt and straw, Suge Soda Fountain. You got Frankie and Joe's, Molly Moon's. What else do we got, Monica? What's another place we can talk about for oh, to get two scoops of something? Two scoops. Oh, man. It's been a long time since I went to get scoops. Scoop, uh-huh. scoop. I don't know. Molly, what you said, Molly Mood, Salt and Straw, Shugs. Um, I don't know. Frankie and Joe's. Frankie and Joe's. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think I got them all. Yeah. Or most of them, at least most of them, yeah. Oh, Husky Deli. And Husky Deli. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Husky Ooh, Deli is a good yeah. one. Ooh, good one. Good one. <laughs> yeah. All right. And Monica, on the last day of Christmas, what did we eat on the last day of Christmas? Always Queen Amon. I mean, there's nothing more Christmassy than a Queen Amon. It's so good. And you went to Suzu too, and I, I missed that. I must have missed that. But that's one of my favorite pastries, French pastries, and it's so good. It's so buttery and definitely not a bad one for the first day of Christmas. Perfect. <laughs> did I get the number right now? <laughs> you did get the number right. Yes. At least we can eat one Queen Amon. Right. So that's good. And then when I was looking at this, I'm like, well, I could have said five bun me because I can definitely eat five bun me. <laughs> that would have worked. The five right. bun me, especially I at Lan Hue. Yeah, Lan Hue. Right? Yeah. If you buy five, you get one free. Right. You could have done that one. Yeah. But it's okay. Five lobster rolls. If I eat five, I probably will be sick of eating lobster rolls for six months. So I wouldn't have to eat that. But okay. <laughs> Oh, I'm so sorry, Nelson. I'm the worst. <laughs> That's all right. So to recap our 12 days of Christmas foods, here's what we got. <laughs> 12 dozen donuts. 11 layers of cake. 10 pieces from Dim Sum King. Nine crab legs. <laughs> Eight shrimp and kiribota pork wontons and spicy sauce from Din Tai Fung. Seven imperial rolls. Six mangosteen wings. Five lobster rolls. Four lengua tacos. Three bowls of ramen. <laughs> makes no sense. Two scoops of ice cream. One queen of mine. That's it. <laughs> that's our list. Well, that was really bad. Thank you, you guys, really for, for going through that. I hope your ears did not bleed while listening to that whole thing. <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. Okay. Monica, I don't. I think we're gonna shelve that idea for twelve days of Christmas, probably for <laughs> probably for another ten years, because Monica can't read instructions. But it's okay. It's all right. I'm I'm happy to eat three bowls of ramen. <laughs> so. I know. I I miss ramen so much. Yeah, you know noodles. Actually, I ordered one ton noodles, and actually it turned out okay. You do have to put them in the microwave, but I do miss it just coming right out of on the table and. Yeah. You can just eat it right away, and it's still smoky and hot. And, mm, yeah, so good. Mm. All right, Monica, we're heading into the holidays. Looks like I thought this whole week was supposed to be a lot of rain, but there was no rain. So maybe this next week should we should have less rain, but it doesn't seem like it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's not looking great, I, and I think it's partially because we had such that beautiful day on Saturday. Um, that sort of just gives us perspective, right? And 
kind of makes us view this mm-hmm. rain a little bit different. Uh, so therefore, I will probably be at home most of the week. Maybe I'll mm-hmm. come out for the occasional takeout and maybe head out to Seattle maybe one day. But other than that, yeah, that's for me. Yeah, I'm not doing a lot either, but I'll be sure to tell all the business owners not to answer their phones if you call. <laughs> yeah, answer, answer your phones, people. Gosh, goodness. <laughs> Please don't make me order through DoorDash or Uber Eats or any of these places, guys. I want to really support all these restaurants directly, and I'm happy to drive over there and pick up my food, but please answer your phones. All right, everyone. That's our show for tonight. Thank you so much for listening. I hope everybody has finished getting all their holiday tasks done. Enjoy it. Have a wonderful week. And of course, happy eating, Seattle. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe for future episodes and leave us a five-star rating and review on whichever platform you're listening on. In the meantime, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Seattle Foodie Podcast and on Twitter at Seattle Food Pod. You can also email us at seattlefoodiepodcast at gmail.com. Thanks again, and we hope you enjoy the Seattle Foodie Podcast. 